Hey everybody! It's the Danger Hour episode number 177. Yeah! I'm your host, your leader in the hour of danger, James Danger, Jamesy Poo Poo, Dangerhead. Let's start with some uh, some negative news at the top of the show. You know how I like doing that stuff, negative stuff. I just got done with my well, a little bit, a little bit ago. I got done with my second lunch for the day. Uh, I'm gonna call it liner. Is that a thing? Lunch and dinner. So I had my normal lunch, my salad, for work, and I come home from work, and I'm gonna have some dinner tonight with my wife, probably some sushi. <laughs> yeah, living it up, living the dream, everybody, living the dream. And uh, yeah, it's, we go to this place that's pretty fucking fantastic. I've been to uh, quite a few sushi spots, and um, a lot of them are pretty whatever. But the place I go to, <laughs> nothing but the finest for me. <laughs> so anyway, I just got done eating a little th- something to hold me over until she gets out of work later on tonight. You ever eaten a food? Ah, fuck, I know you all have. You ever eaten something and you just feel like shit? That You, you know, you just feel really bad about yourself afterwards. And even before you eat it, you're like, I, I shouldn't be doing this. This is not very good for me. I should, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. That's it. I'll find something else. Oh, you fuck it, whatever. I'll just eat it. <laughs> yeah, and then so I ate that food, and I felt like a piece of shit afterwards. Like you, fucking asshole. You asshole. I'm talking to my stomach at this point. You, you just, you're so weak. You really can't hold off for a little bit. Sushi is pretty, you know, for the most part, it's healthy. You had a salad for lunch. You had to fuck it all up in between, didn't you? You piece of shit. Didn't you? But James, what was the food that you ate? That's, that's so bad for you. Oh, great. No, you're here. I'm always here, James. Get used to it. All right. I, uh, I had myself a hot dog. No, no, no. I was talking about food. James, what are you implying? Uh, I think it's pretty goddamn clear what I'm implying. <laughs> okay, James. Oh, yeah? Just that's it? You, you give up that easy, huh? Well, James, I mean, I'm, I'm really serious. I, 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 uh, I ate. I ate it. Yeah, oh, oh, I know you ate it. But I'm talking about food. Oh! Yeah, I, um, no, yeah, it was food, James. All right. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, my, my hot dog didn't come with the gravy, though, by the way. Oh, my God, James! No! James, putting gravy on a hot dog is gross. Oh, clearly you don't get what I'm implying. Maybe I do, James. I'm just trying to divert it. All right. I had a hot dog, yes. It gets even worse, everybody. I had it from the microwave. <laughs> That's right. You wrap it up. And I even had it in a piece of fucking sandwich bread. Oh, man, I'm getting more and more pathetic as I talk. Now I, f- now I feel like I'm a junkie. Like I, <laughs> like I climbed into some back alley to score a hit off some creep in exchange for, uh, you know, different acts. Oh, my God, James. Go on. No. No. I like that. That's what you, that's, that's what you take out of this story. That's what you go towards. All right. 
So, uh, yeah, what I do, if you're all curious about my horrible, <laughs> my horrible snacking, I put a hot dog inside sandwich bread, and then I wrap that bitch in a little napkin, put it in the microwave for exactly 51 seconds. Then when it comes out, it's nice and juicy and uh, quite tasty. But <laughs> I did feel like complete shit afterwards. But I, you know what? We, in my defense, we don't have much food in the fridge. I really uh, haven't gone full-on grocery shopping. And uh, we had leftover hot dogs from our recent camping trip, everybody. Oh, my God, James. You went camping again? Yes. Yes. Sounds pretty boring, James. I can assure you it was pleasant. But anyway, how about we change the subject, everybody, before I get into the camping thing, which I will. Oh, my God, James. Yeah. Uh, I like this kind of thing. It's called uh, This Day in History. Dateline, August 6, 1945. American bomber drops atomic bomb on Hiroshima. Go get him, Truman. <laughs> yeah, let me read you a little something. Today happens to be the anniversary, 70th anniversary, 70 years ago, that the United States bombed the Japanese. It says here, uh, he made the decision to use the atomic bomb, atom bomb, to end the war in order to prevent what he predicted would be a much greater loss of life were the United States to invade the Japanese mainland. And so, on August 5th, while a conventional bombing of Japan was underway, Little Boy, the nickname for one of two atom bombs available for use against Japan, was loaded onto Lieutenant Colonel Paul W. Tibbetts' plane on Tinian Island in the, what, the Marianas? Tibbetts' B-29 named the Enola Gay. Oh my God, James, what are you implying? Nothing, it's the name of the plane. After his mother left the island at 2.45 a.m. on August 6th, and five and a half hours later, little boy was dropped, exploding 1,900 feet over a hospital and unleashing the equivalent of 12,500 tons of TNT on dynamite. It's TNT, and I'm ready to fight. <laughs> TNT, a power load of TNT. Watch me explode. Fire! <laughs> the bomb had several inscriptions scribbled on its shell, one of which read, Greetings to the Emperor from the men of the Indianapolis, the ship that transported the bomb to the Marianas. Whoa, what a giant a to the Japanese. Too bad that they couldn't read it because it was uh, blown to bits. Anyway. Uh, real quick, there were 90,000 buildings in Hiroshima before the bomb was dropped. Only 28,000 remained. Of the city's 200 doctors before the explosion, only 20 were left alive or capable of working. There were 1,780 nurses before. Only 150 remained who were able to tend to the sick and the dying. Wow. That was today, 70 years ago. It was uh, death from above, everybody. We drink your milkshake, Japan. We drink it up. 
Sorry. Oh my god, James! That's so insensitive. Nah. It's uh it's been long enough. I can joke about it now. You know what's what do you know what I find interesting about this whole story? Is that it took them five and a half hours to fly to Japan to drop that bomb. It took me the same amount of time to drive to Yosemite, everybody. Oh my god, James! You did not just make a segue out of destroying the lives of thousands of Japanese people. I did. Oh, James, you're so insensitive, disgraceful, and full of I don't care. You know why? Because those dirty Japs, they asked for it. Oh my god, James! I'm telling you, they asked for it. You don't come to my country and bomb my island, which we took over for some reason, that's not even close to the U.S., and, and, and try to get away with it. Not on my watch. Well, I wasn't really there. But, you know, it's the principle. So, yeah, those jabs had what was coming to them. <laughs> oh, my God, James, why? Why do you keep taking a, a bigger hole, James? Why? You keep taking a bigger hole, James. All right, well, you know what? What came, what came of it? Sure, a lot of people were blown to bits. And yeah, there's a fucking shadow from that kid that got lit up, permanently etched onto the sidewalk. And yes, there's a bunch of people with weird things growing out of them, maybe like a couple different arms or eyeballs. But if you take a look around now, everybody's in like, you know, some kind of relative peace and harmony with each other, except for all the wars going on. But I mean, for the most part, if you, you know, in California is probably the best example. Where I live. <laughs> if you walk on the street in the, my part of town here, you will walk by a black, a Chinaman, a Jap, an Indian, dot and feather, mind you, uh, a white, yeah, and all the rest, whatever else there is. My point is, we're all mingling all together. A melting pot, if you will, which I do hate that expression because it sounds dumb. But yeah, if it wasn't for that bombing, there would be none of this. <laughs> we wouldn't be friends with the Japanese. We had to teach them a lesson. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa. No, I don't think so. We got the bigger explosions. You just, you know, come up with some cool technology in the future and then uh, take over later. But for right now, we win. And they're going to take over, ladies and gentlemen. I'm referring to, of course, the Robot Wars. Yep. Japan and U.S. Robot Wars next year. It's fucking going down. Real life Pacific Rim. We're doomed. All right. Once the Japanese robot kills the American robot, it's not a fucking uh, contest at all. Then they're going to discover that they have ultimate power and unleash their army of Japanese robots. Then we're done for. But we had a good run. That's why I can joke about it. Because uh, our impending doom allows me that uh, royalty. <laughs> no come on you know i'm just fucking around that's a goddamn horrible thing that happened dropping oh yeah let's split this atom and 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 drop it on people <laughs> yeah that's great what that one dude say the guy that uh ah, fuck i forgot his name the guy that created the bomb he's like uh oh <laughs> what do you say <laughs> i am Death, uh, behold me. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Uh, hold on, let me look it up. <laughs> Fucking it. <laughs> hold on. 
a guy that invented atom bomb quote. Let's see if it comes up. Yeah. Now, there it is. Oppenheimer. That's a cool fucking German guy name. Now I, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Oppenheimer. What if you said it like that? My, my name is Robert Oppenheimer. This is my quote. I've just uh, completed the final work on the atomic bomb. And um, now I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Quote me on that. <laughs> All right. I've offended the Japs. I've offended the Germans. Uh, let's just move on, everybody. Like I said, all roads lead to my next topic. That's right, my hot dog being left over from my trip. And uh, the five and a half hour journey that the bomber had was about the same amount of time it took for me to get to Yosemite. On a side note, if you were wondering. Oh my God, James, I know what you're saying. What? The brand of hot dog you ate. How, how did you know that? And if all the things I was going to say, how could you possibly put that together? Gay minds think alike, James. <laughs> all right. That's fair enough. I'll take it. Yes. Yes, you will, James. Okay. The brand of hot dog I ate. Normally, my, in my, in my opinion, the best hot dogs are Nathan's. And uh, this one's pretty good also. If you can pick a pack of these up, they're called Ballpark's Finest. I think something like that. Ballpark finest. They're made without nitrates and uh, apparently from natural ingredients, which means nothing. But <laughs> anyway, no, no, I think it says no antibiotics, no hormones, that kind of shit. Who knows if it's true, but they do fucking taste pretty good. Ballpark's finest. But for the, for the real deal, with the nitrates, with the hormones, Nathan's, you can't go wrong. This episode of the Danger Hour is sponsored by Nathan's Hot Dogs with the antibiotics and the hormones. But goddamn, are they tasty. <laughs> All right, so uh, Yosemite, everybody. Let me tell you. I already started this. Uh, mm, I can say, ah, fuck it. I guess you can say we started, sort of, this summer by going to Yellowstone. Yellowstone, the first ever national park located Wyoming. Idaho and Montanas. Beautiful fucking countryside. Beautiful. And uh, if you want to go back and listen to the podcast I did all about Yellowstone, that's a couple ago. I think that's 175. My last show. <laughs> the last show ever. <laughs> anyway, that place is fucking magic. Yellowstone. It's magic. Go there. You know, I haven't been all over the place. Okay, I've only been to a limited amount of places. The pictures I've seen on the Instagrams, there are some more exquisite looking places on the earth. But if you're living in America and you don't have a shit ton of money, like to go to fucking Machu Picchu, all right? <laughs> or uh, take some crazy uh, fucking safari, you know, just go to uh, Yellowstone. So it's a, you just drive up there wherever you are. It's fucking well worth it. Magic. Anyway, so I did it the backwards way. I'm a Californian. Instead of going to Yosemite first, I went to Yellowstone. So uh, I don't know. I just I I got I got bit. I was like, uh, and I also feel like I didn't do enough camping this year. So I told my wife a couple weeks ago, 
you know, I'm going to take the kids camping because you are working and what the fuck it was. And uh, I'm going to go take it by myself. And she's like, why didn't she just wait a week and I'll go with you? It's like, all right, fine. You win. <laughs> so uh, I looked up some spots around here. Everything was booked. I said, fuck it. Why don't I take a look at Yosemite? Haven't been there before. It's in California. It's a five-hour drive, but yeah, you know what? It's new, exciting. I've been to the local place like fucking 10 times. I'm kind of getting tired of it. So I look it up. Lo and behold, I find one campground with one uh, reservation available. The exact date I'm going. Everything else is fucking booked. So I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm taking it. I have no idea about the site, about uh, the campground. I mean, I read some reviews and people were praising it. So uh, it's like, well, fuck it. Let's do it. So we get up early on Saturday. <clears throat> we get up early on Saturday. We take the drive, which wasn't that bad. We left about 8 a.m., got there around 1. Something. We get in there, get to our campground. First of all, it's fucking gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous. It's nothing like Yellowstone. But it's goddamn beautiful up there. So thick in the forest, I mean. Oh my god, James. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, had to correct that really fast before you jumped in there. Jumped in what now, James? Okay. Gorgeous fucking place. So we get to our campground. We're we're pulling up. Now, the thing you first notice about Yellow uh sorry, Yosemite is how strict these people are. I'd already heard rumors about their bear rules. But this lady, she hands, like, I get to the, to the check-in booth you drive up to, and the ranger lady's like, this your first time? Yep. Which is kind of a lie, because I guess I was there when I was a kid for one fucking day, or like four hours with my parents. Week. I think I was like four or five. Doesn't count, though, right? So, yes, on my first time, here you go. Read these. I'll quiz you on them in a few minutes. I'm like, what? She turns around and helps some other guy at the other side of the window. It's this long paper with all these fucking rules. I'm like, all right. I'm scanning it, reading it. I'm like, yeah, I got the gist of this. And she's like, okay, ready for your quiz? I was like, yeah. <laughs> what are you not supposed to do with a fire? And I was like, fuck, I didn't read that part. <laughs> uh, mm, you're supposed to uh, put it out before you go to bed. And make sure it's out completely. That's right. But what are you not supposed to do with the fire? I was like, uh... Leave it, right? Yeah, that's right. Don't leave the fire. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, next one. What do you do? I was like, oh, fuck. It was just, just kind of humiliating. Now what do you do? So she tells me about the bear rules and that you're not allowed to have any food whatsoever or anything with some kind of scent left in your car or left in your tent. Put it in the bear box. If you don't know what that is, some campgrounds have... A big steel container that's that's um, stuck in the ground. What do you call it? <laughs> it's permanently in the ground. You can't get this thing out. And it's got these giant doors that open up. You can shove all kinds of shit in there. And then, you know, it's safety, bear safety proof. Or what is it? Bear proof. They can't open it with their non-opposable thumbs. So uh, you're supposed to put everything in there. And, and for some reason, that makes you safe. <laughs> but... Uh, so she goes like, okay, so you can't have anything in your car. Put it all in the bear box. Any any uh toiletries, anything with scent, blah, 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 blah. You get this, though. This is what I thought was fucking hilarious. 
if a bear does break into your vehicle, you will be fined $5,000. I was like, wait a minute. If a bear breaks into my car, I get fined $5,000? Yeah, sounds kind of funny, huh? It's because a fed bear is a dead bear. <laughs> she goes, if, uh, if the bear gets into your car to get food, we have to put it down because it will uh, encourage it to further that type of activity in the future. And it's like, okay. So, wow. So the bear breaks into my car. I got to pay 5,000. All right. She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, once you guys put it down, can I at least keep the bear? <laughs> now I thought that I was fucking hilarious. She kind of smirked and goes, no, <laughs> I think she thought I was a little bit funny, but she wasn't giving it up. You know, she wasn't giving me the benefit. So uh, she shot me down right away. I'm always going to remember that one. That's, you know, I'm pretty proud of that one. That's going to go with me to my grave. As, I, as I'm dying, I'm going to like, <laughs> keep the bear. <laughs> anyway, so we're on our way. So here's the downside of booking a site about, uh, you know, very last uh, second. The downside is you can't, you can't really research the sites and try to find a good one. You just get whatever the fuck is left. So, of course, which I thought already, it's probably going to be a shitty spot. So there's like different loops. There's A, B, and C, right? We get loop A. It's right in the front. This fucking site is shitty, dude. There's like two trees <laughs> that are in our, like within our main camping area. You know, there's, little, there's like the outer area that's got more trees, but... Like just hanging out in the middle of the day, you hardly have any shade. And then it's right out in the fucking open. Everyone that drives by can look at you. And it's just fucking annoying. It's, and it's really close to the highway. It's like, oh, fucking A. On top of that, the bathrooms that are next to our site were out of order. These flush toilets. So what did we get to have, everybody? We had a line of porta potties. That's right. Now, I don't know if you've used porta potties too much in your time. Let me tell you something that I've learned. Porta potties in direct sunlight, <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> the shit is like baked. And when you get in there, it's like, oh, Christ. It just, you know, engulfs the whole thing and you can't get away from it. Oh, it's a mess. And then, plus, because you're in direct sunlight, you're, it's a, you're, you're in a fucking shit oven, dude. That's what you're in. You're sitting there, and I mean, what, what we had was like 10, 8, or eight to 10 porta potties, normal size ones, all together touching each other. And then a separate one was the handicap one, which was like fucking four times the size. So I was like, I'm using that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shit in luxury. <laughs> so I go in there. It's like the first day I had to shit. It's in the middle of the fucking day. It's hot. I'm sitting there. And uh, I'm sweating my ass off. I mean, it's like it's like a fucking sweat lodge in there. Like, you know, I felt like an Indian back in the day smoking my peace pipe. But instead of inhaling the tobacco, I'm inhaling shit fumes, <laughs> which is getting me just as lightheaded, I would imagine. So the sweat is just dripping down my back, right? Running down my ass crack, which is pleasant because it's cool. But it's the whole experience is not nice. So I look over, I'm in my fucking me, my mega throne, right? 
It's huge in there. It's all clean and nice, but it does stink. I look over to the right, and in the, the door, there's about a two to three inch gap from the bottom of the door. Now, immediately, I'm like, oh, fuck. That's creepy. Who the hell knows what crawled in here and what's in here with me? <laughs> because anything could fucking go in there. Lizards, snakes, fucking uh, squirrels, chipmunks. Now, I don't know if they would mind the smell and crawl in there, but I, my, my imagination is going crazy on me. The thing that's the most disturbing to me is the thought, because I read this story on the show a long time ago about uh, people getting killed by their, by their dicks getting bit by black widows while they're in the outhouse. So that's in my fucking head. I was like, great. I didn't bring a mirror and, or stick my head inside the bowl. What if there's a giant fucking spider right, right by my dick? Like <laughs> my dangling, my dangling dick and balls, you know? What if there's something under there that's about to strike? Then I start getting fucking weirded out. And I start, you know, how, you ever get that thought in your head that uh, like there's like a spider on you or something and you start feeling things on your body and it starts creeping you out, but it's really nothing, but your mind's just playing tricks on you. That's what started happening to me. I'm like, oh man, I want to get the fuck out of here even more than I already did. So, yeah. Uh, the creepy crawlies, they didn't get me. There's nothing in there, it turns out. Well, as far as I know. So I, I <laughs> start wiping my ass. The fucking paper is stuck to my ass. The Okay, the ass paper, ass gasket. Because I'm sweating. And I got to peel that fucking... Ugh, it was a mess, dude. A nightmare. I get up. Compose myself. I'm all done. I, I go out. It's, uh, it wasn't a pleasant... My wife fucking hated it. You know, she... <laughs> my wife hated most of it. You know, nah, I'll take it back. She had some fun, but she was really not feeling a lot of the <laughs> what was going on on this trip. <laughs> uh. Oh, and it's on a side, related note, but side note. Before I took my shit, my kids had to pee from the drive, and they're, they're running down, because the bathrooms were real close to us, right across the road. So they went to the bathrooms, and you just like, I'm setting shit up, you know, getting the tent ready and stuff, and you just hear... I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I look up. They're running into every porta potty checking to see which is like the unsmelliest one. <laughs> and then, you know, it's quiet. It's like, shut up. Shh. Stop it. They, you know, they found it. And uh, my, my daughter comes back. Daddy, if you got to go to the bathroom, go to the one all the way on the right side. It smells the best. <laughs> but of course, I use my handicap one just to, out of sheer principle alone. You know, if you're going to use a porta potty, why not use one that's large enough for a king? Anyway, I don't want you guys to think it was all shitty. No pun intended. There was some great stuff about this campground. For one, there's a river. You can throw a fuck. I can hit it with a rock from my campsite. No joke. So uh, we started exploring the river later that day. We're just, you know, the, the, there's nothing more that kids love. If you're a parent and you don't know what to do with your kids, there's nothing more they fucking love if they're young kids, you know, not like teenagers. <laughs> At that point, you're a lost cause. You got small kids. I got, I got five and eight-year-old. There's nothing fucking more exciting for them to be exploring through the woods, okay? Especially if there's water nearby. They love it. Walking around, fucking throwing uh, rocks, picking up sticks, you know, 
digging my kid digging holes and shit. He, it's the greatest fucking thing. And then the, it's it's the greatest thing to watch them like having such a great fucking time. And I mean, yeah, it costs money to drive. You know, it costs money to camp. And then because it's a national park, it costs money to get in. But I mean, if you know a place that's close to you, you don't have to pay shit. And it gives them like the greatest fucking adventure, you know? Especially if you go on a hike with them and you don't know where you're going. And you're not on some kind of trail. You're just fucking walking off in the woods. It's the best. That's what we did. We find this spot in the river, the Merced River. And uh, it, it, it was fucking sick. It had little tiny waterfalls, little pools. And then there was uh, it was shallow enough that you can walk in it or you can jump from rock to rock to get to like a deeper part. But it still wasn't even that deep. So, you know, we all took off our shoes and socks, rolled up our pants, and we started playing in the fucking river. It's great. We all had a blast. It was lovely. And to sit there on a rock and keep your feet in this... Like, ra- like, you know, not raging, but it's like a flowing river when it, you know, like a small, tiny little, like one foot drop waterfall. If that's even what you call it. I don't know what you call it at that point. But, uh, oh, man, it was, it was really fucking cool. And then later on, we took a drive through the campground. And it turns out as <laughs> A loop is, is complete shit. But once you get to loop B, oh, my God, it's fucking gorgeous. You're right on the riverside. You got shit ton of trees. It's all shaded. It's fucking beautiful. I know where I'm going next time. Absolutely. And then, uh, but the only downfall is probably there's a lot of mosquitoes when you're when you're that close to the water. But you know, but fuck it. <laughs> I think it might be worth it. God damn, is it fucking nice? I think. I think. I know this is getting a little ahead of myself. You know, Manfest next year, everybody. I think I'm going to do a Yosemite thing. This is only going to be Manfest Extreme Edition. Because I think we're going to go to Yosemite for one more day extra. And we're going to do some intense hiking. All right, no more of this laying around doing bullshit, playing fucking ladder ball. Well, we can still do that, I guess. (laughs) That's fun. We got to get in a good fucking hike one day. Extreme hike. Maybe even hike to the top of Half Dome. Yeah, it's only about seven or eight hours, <laughs> ten hours, whatever it is. That'd be pretty fucking cool. So, Manfest Extreme! Only the best of the best are allowed to go. It's going to be a bigger commitment. One extra day. Intense hike. And uh, the rest. <laughs> and a far drive. <laughs> Do you got what it takes to be a real man? <laughs> yeah, fuck all this bullshit, you know? I'll just going to... At that point, I should have a truck. I'm just going to load up these fucking dudes, whoever wants to go with me in my truck, whoever's going to fit, and we'll fucking go. That's it. That's going to be Manfest. I'm sick of all this horse shit of people saying they're going to go and they back out. Oh my God, James, you sound so bitter. No, I'm not bitter. This will be the least amount of worries because I know people won't commit to it, so they can weed out a bunch of shit there. And I know that people are not going to be down for driving so far. It's going to cost more because of that. It's going to cost more to get into the park. So people are not going to want to pay. And people are not going to be able to stay an extra day. I'm just weeding them all out. It'll probably be just me at the end of it. Just a solo trip. (laughs) Oh, well. I'm down. Fuck it. Fuck it! It'd be kind of hard to play ladder pump with myself. But, you know, I'll make it work. Manifest Extreme! (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, whatever. So uh, let's see what else I got here. Uh, oh, so firewood. I usually bring a little hatchet and a sledgehammer, and I'll put the hatchet into the wood and slam the fuck out of it with the sledgehammer from behind and split the wood. This time, I can't do that because my uh, little hatchet was lost in last year's this, or this year's manifest. Forever. It was fucking. I I, I sorted and stoned it. <laughs> Thor edition. Uh, I put this fucking thing into a large. You know, I got a little too confident in my abilities, and I put this thing in this giant fucking branch or a trunk, whatever you want to call it, to try to split a big chunk of wood off, and I wound up getting that shit stuck in there so hard that I said fuck it, and I just slammed it all the way in and left it there for uh, some other asshole to the chosen one <laughs> will take it out. It was already broken anyway. The handle was loose or. Uh, Getting, it was already bent, so if whoever tries to pull that shit out, it's going to break the handle. What I want to believe is that steel blade from the hatchet will be forever lodged in there. Maybe one day, like when our fucking distant relatives are exploring that terrain, they'll find it and they're like, Look, a primitive tool used from the elders. <laughs> it was probably from the legendary manifest I hear about so often in history books. <laughs> Anyway, so I take uh, I take my grandfather's axe. I find this giant fucking branch, whatever you want to call it, stump. It's across the street. I, I drag it to my campsite. I was like, yeah, I'm going to chop this fat fucker up, and it's going to do the trick. It's going to burn all night. I start chopping, and it's like, oh, man, once again, in over my head. And uh, my wife is looking at me like, you should just stop. It's taking too much effort out of you. You can't do it. And at that point, I'm like, dude, fuck that. I'm not giving up. There's no way. I've already been swinging at this fucking thing for like five, ten minutes. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. You know what, everybody? I kept going. I persevered. And I broke that shit up into pieces small enough to fit in that little uh, ring of, uh, what do you call it? fire pit and I felt so fucking manly afterwards it's like my balls were radiating I'm telling you such a great experience feeling like a man for once <laughs> I saved myself 15 bucks yeah that's how much the fucking wood cost and then I did it the second night I saved myself another 15 bucks Broke it all myself with my trusty axe. Is there anything more manly than swinging a fucking axe? The answer is no. The answer is no. Unless you're, uh, like I think I covered this before, unless you're having sex with a woman. How about you're having sex with a woman while holding an axe? <laughs> Nothing is more manly. Guaranteed. Hands down. The end. All right. Uh, what else do I got? Okay, then here we go. Here we go. The second day. We went on a little hike, and uh, I looked at this little paper that I found. Or the, actually, no, I didn't find it. They gave they gave us a paper, and it was talking about all the shit you can do in Yosemite. And I saw a hike. I saw a waterfall. I'm like, oh, that's it. We're going on a hike to that waterfall. And so uh, we go to this area, and of course, I get lost. <laughs> I start going down the wrong trail, I guess, and then we hit, we hit like a dead end. Like, what the fuck? This can't be it. And uh, there was a visitor or a, what do you call it? Uh, shit. Some kind of like um, 
learning center or some bullshit. They teach you about animals and trees and the kind of weirdness. And I asked this girl, like, hey, where is this trail for the waterfall? Oh, you got to go down the trail back where you started, and then you go across the river, and that's where it starts. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, is that one worth it? Yeah, it's good. It's like, okay, let me ask you a question. Out of all the trails you got here, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick or recommend? I would choose that one. It's really good. But it's a little bit steep. It's like, okay, cool. Thank you. A little bit steep. Ha! This thing was fucking tough. My wife fucking hated it. All right? You can't get her to go out and do shit when it comes to hiking. But uh, if you drag her along, she will bitch and moan about it and <laughs> take many breaks. <laughs> but if you keep bitching, you know, back at her, like, come on, we're not stopping now. We're almost there. Keep it going. Don't quit. Blah, blah, blah. You know, she'll, she'll complain more, but she'll keep going. It's a beautiful fucking hike, everybody. I'm telling you. It's the hike to, uh, what's it called? Vernal Falls. Vernal Fall and uh, Nevada Falls. Got to do that. It's fucking gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous. And uh, a lot of shit to see. You can stop off on the trail. There's a fucking cave you can walk into. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. A lot of, lot of cool scenery. What you notice walking up this thing, it turns out to be a 3.6 mile hike round trip. Which doesn't really, I don't know if it seems like a lot to you, but going uphill, it's fucking tough. And uh, what I noticed the most out of this hike, besides my wife bitching, <laughs> was there was a lot, and I'm talking a shitload of foreigners. You hear people talking in all kinds of different languages, but the one I heard the most, without a doubt, was Germans. I don't get it. Why? Are so many Germans attracted to Yosemite? I don't really, I really don't understand it. Was there like a German convention or something? <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking around. A lot of Germans. You know, you'd be walking and you'd see the tall, white, blonde haired, blue eyed people. And it would be like, Und keine Einhassel, Blöckelchen, 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 Blöckelchen. That was probably Swedish. But you know, you get it. I couldn't believe it. You know, a lot of them are kind of good looking. Germans, who knew? You know, uh, I'm part German myself. <laughs> oh my God, James. Yeah, German chocolate. Oh, because my skin is darker than a white person. I get it, you fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're, we're uh, walking, walking, walking all the way up this fucking hike. And um, we finally get to the waterfall. <coughs> Ahem. Well, first of all, we get to, it's called the, what's it called? The footbridge? Yeah, the footbridge. You can see it. It looks fucking glorious. It's still a way, it's still like, you know, a hundred something yards. Nah, more than that. I don't fucking even know. Still the distance to walk. My wife's like, can we turn it back now? I'm like, no, we can't turn back. We can see the fucking waterfall. We just got to walk around this little area. Walk a few more steps. We're fucking there. It's done. Why would we leave? Why don't you want to walk up to the waterfall? We can see it now. I mean, what difference does it make? We can see the waterfall. No, no, no. No. We're going to the fucking waterfall. We didn't go all this way just to look at it from this far, you know, and then head back. We're going to go to the fucking waterfall. Like, how is this even a conversation? How? 
And then uh, she's like, ah, I'm tired. My fate hurt. I'm like, yeah, so do mine. I've got a bad fucking knee. It's been acting up. You see me bitching about it? I'm still going to press on. Let's go. Uh, but I, I'm, my feet hurting me. I'm like, kids, do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going. <laughs> so reluctantly, she, uh, she, she went along with us. We go through this other spot. I think it's like 600 steps up. Uh, you know, literally steps. Literally. These cement steps they put there. But they're not regular stairs. You know, they're kind of tough. Some of them are taller than others. We finally get to like where the waterfall is. You still got to go over a bunch of boulders to get there. <clears throat> it's, not a, it's not a straight path. And, you know, you can fall down and fucking get hurt, I guess. But my wife, she, she sat down to rest and she was fucking done. He's like, you guys go. I'll wait for you. I was like, what are you talking about? Look, you wanted to stop at the fucking bridge. We came here. Look how we're, look how much closer we are. All you got to do now is walk over a few boulders and you're right at the fucking waterfall. I don't want to. It's It looks like it's a little hard to walk over there. I'm just fine right here. I'm tired. <laughs> and once again, I'm like, we're here. Look at what we had to do to get here. All you got to do is walk over a few boulders and you're at the fucking waterfall. You made it. I can see it just fine from here. It's pretty, but I don't need to see it any closer. Ah, I'll I'll never understand that. (laughs) I don't, I never will fucking get it. My head cannot wrap it, wrap itself around that shit. You walk and you, you, you already had this crazy fucking journey up this goddamn mountain you know, and yeah, it's not that hard, but it's fucking difficult. Especially because we didn't have enough water and blah, blah, blah. I didn't think it was going to be that hard. It wound up later on. She read that it said the hike rating was strenuous. <laughs> if I had known that, I would have brought like another bottle of water or something. So, uh, yeah, so she sits there. I take my kids walking over these big fucking boulders. You know, I'm like, holding their arms and lowering them down on the floor, picking them up over other ones. We get there and it's fucking remarkable, dude. It's insanely awesome being at like the foot of a waterfall crashing down like that. So fucking sick. I took a pretty gay photo of myself. (laughs) The reason I say it's gay is because it is a selfie and everyone knows selfies are gay, but the reason it's double gay is because there was a rainbow down there because of all the water. There was a fucking rainbow, and I'm taking the photo. It looks like the rainbow is radiating off of me. Oh, my God, James. Just like in real life. All right. All right. I'll take that one. I deserve it. But, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's documented in a photo now. I should probably post it on the Danger Hour site. I posted it on my private site, but none of you can see that because you're not worthy. <laughs> so uh, it was pretty fucking cool. It was such a great experience. And while you're down there, there's so much mist. You're fucking soaked if you stand down there for a few minutes. And the kids are all, Daddy, let's go now. We're so wet. It's like, no, let's just enjoy this. Look, it took us so long to get here. And the rocks are all slippery and shit, so you got to be careful. But, oh, man, it was fucking gorgeous. But, you know, there was another fall farther than that, a larger one, the Nevada fall. And, uh... My knee was killing me. I was going to go. I was still down. My wife was not fucking having it. So we turned back. But still, 
incredible experience. You know, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go see the bigger fall fucking for sure. Guaranteed. Maybe next year in Manifest Extreme. Do that. <laughs> but uh, sick, dude. Fucking sick. I want to go back and just take a bunch of these cool trails. The only thing that's stopping me is my age. And <laughs> I really felt it this last time. You know, this was like one of the first times I really felt like I wanted to do something. But my body was more like, hey, buddy, not so fast. <laughs> Sucks, man. I'm only 31. And I know it's because I was dehydrated because we drank the night before, my, my wife and I. And I wasn't uh, fully hydrated, so my knee was acting up on me. Because, you know, I didn't have enough water in my system to properly lubricate. Oh my god, shut up! My joints. I know that's what it was. But, uh, yeah. That was fucked up. Just knowing, like, oh man. I'm already feeling like this. It's gonna be... Not too long after I'm like, oh, I can't make it. My fucking back gave out again. God damn it. <laughs> you, you go along. But uh, anyway, so that night we had, uh, of course, the tradition. Tradition of s'mores with the kids. They had a fucking blast. They loved that shit. I mean, what kid doesn't love s'mores? <laughs> I mean, even I liked it. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, my wife and I had some Jack and Cokes. Uh, she did. I got myself some Yosemite Pale Ale, which they sell at that little store there. And some amber ale with an Indian name on it that I can't remember how to pronounce. And uh, it was fucking nice and lovely. Really fucking nice. The kids were all pooped from their, our hike and they tapped out. They're like, well, let's go to bed, daddy. They go ahead. We'll be in there in a bit. So they both go in the, in the tent and they go to sleep. My wife and I are hanging out by the fire. Bullshitting and whatnot. And we hear suddenly in the distance. It's fucking pitch black, as you can imagine. Just the fire, just the firelight. You know, the other campers on each side of us are both asleep. And so we hear like this crunching in the leaves with something big enough to make a crunching sound, okay? And I got my trusty flashlight. I call it the midnight sun. It's fucking LED, whatever the hell you call it. Just bright, <laughs> super bright light. I, I grab it really quick. I shine the fucking light up in the direction I hear the noise. And there's a giant fucking deer standing like 20 yards away from us. We didn't hear this goddamn thing at all until it was that close. And it just, it creeped me out like, fuck, that could have been some kind of predator just sneaking up on us. I mean, it's a fucking deer and it scared us. You know, it got that close. Imagine if it was one of these, like a fucking, I mean, are, are bears even more quiet? Do their padded feet <laughs> make them sneakier? Or are they louder because they're fucking more clumsy? I don't know. But I mean, if something can get that close, that just kind of creeped me out. My wife had to take a piss a little bit later. She's like, come with me. It's like, really? The bathroom's not that far, but I'm scared. <laughs> just come with me, please. I'm like, all right. So we're walking down and I see the deer. And I go, hold on, I'm trying to get close to the deer. Because it seems like the deer couldn't see me if I was shining the light right at its eyes. I was, you know, taking really quick, quiet ninja steps. And the deer was like, it seemed like it was trying to listen to where I was. It like, really couldn't tell. <clears throat> I don't think it could see me, to be honest. And as I was going closer, it fucking ran off across the street into the woods. And uh, I take my wife to the bathroom. She comes out. We're in the, we went to the handicap stall, of course. <laughs> she comes out to wash her hands. And I'm looking for the deer. And you know how if you shine a light, you can see the animal's eyes reflect back at you? So I see the deer's eyes from far away. 
I was like, oh, there's the fucking deer. He's out, he's out there. Because he looked up at me. And as soon as I did that, I noticed something in the background. And I shined the light up like, you know, 10 feet up behind the deer. Or maybe well, farther than that. Like 20 feet up behind the deer. And there was another set of eyes, dude. Lower to the ground. And as soon as I shined the light on those, eye, those eyeballs, they disappeared into the fucking high grass. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and the deer never even knew it was there. To be honest, I think it might have been a fox. It didn't look very big. But who fucking knows what it was? Oh, that was creepy, dude. Just seeing those those eyeballs up behind the deer and then they just vanish. Ha <laughs> ha! But we made it. We lived. Uh, anyway, I know this is rambling on and on, but, you know, I got to fill an hour and... Uh, I hope this is somewhat entertaining. Last thing I'll say about this trip. As we woke up the next day, the plan was to go to this place called Glacier Point and uh, check out this view that they have up there. And then my, my other plan was to do a, another hour, hour hike to get to this other thing called Taft Point, which is supposed to be amazing. We didn't make it because my wife was fucking done. And to be honest with you, I was fucking done. You know, I was dehydrated. Not enough to go on a fucking another hike. I can feel my knee acting up on me. My old fucking knee. It's from an injury. All right. It's not just because I'm old. Motorcycle accident, if you must know. <laughs> Real manly thing that happened there. Almost dying and whatnot. Now, nah, it fucked up my knee. So every now and then it'll act up. So we go to Glacier Point. We drive up this long fucking drive. And uh, it's, you know, going up this mountain. We get there. First, we stop at Washburn, Washburn Point, which is a little before it. You get out. This fucking view is ridiculous. Epic, grand scale, ridiculous fucking view. I'll post a photo about that, too, on the, uh, on the Instagrams. But, James, how do they find the Instagram page? Huh? thanks for asking. Instagram, at the danger hour. At batagrams while you're at it because I took a lot of photos with my little Batman figure. <laughs> so if you want to nerd out, check out some Batman photos. Yeah, a little tiny Batman toy, a couple three inches tall maybe. He's in different uh, areas throughout Yosemite. And Joker, by the way. So at batagrams, B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S. Check that one out. At Sticks and Stones podcast while you're at it. It's the other show I'm doing with the Peterson, son, son, and Lido. <laughs> Check out that page. Check out that podcast while you're at it on the iTunes and whatnot. But anyway, this view, Jesus Christ, you can see both waterfalls I talked about. You can see Half Dome off into the distance. Uh, I think once you get to Glacier Point, a little bit up the road. They have a detailed map of all the shit you're seeing and how, how high the elevation is. Re- retarded crazy bullshit. They've got a fucking telescope up there. You can see people on top of Half Dome walking around and all the kids and the women are fucking losing their minds. Oh my God, there's people up there. I don't believe it. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, oh fuck. I gotta be one of those people that someday, someday I gotta be one of those dudes walking around up there insane i've heard the hike to go to the top of half dome is fucking nuts 
Uh, don't quote me, but I think Nature Boy Woo! did that hike. I could ask him about it. But uh, crazy shit, man. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful. Highly recommended. Yosemite. The only thing is there's too many goddamn people. It's annoying. And uh, the place is confusing to navigate through. At least I thought so anyway. There's not too many signs telling you about shit. Yellowstone had signs all over the place. And it even seemed like more of a wild place. Yosemite is way fucking touristy. You know, there's a lot of like paved roads and all kinds of shit you can do. Uh, well, I mean, it's geared more towards people. Yellowstone, you feel like you're more out in the fucking wild, which is cooler. And uh, yeah, there you go. Not going to compare the two anymore. Just check it out, won't you? Check check them both out, won't you? Do Yosemite first so you can have a build up and see the better place later. <laughs> anyway, we're coming down Glacier Road. Glacier Point Road. And uh, it turns out that that road we took up there, at a certain time, they close it because there's too many people up the road and there's too much uh, traffic. So you got you to gotta park down there and hit, take a fucking shuttle all the way up there, which is like a 30-minute shuttle ride. I was like, oh, thank God we got you up here this early and avoided all that shit. There's a ranger down there blocking the traffic. My wife had to take a piss, so we stopped real quick at this toilet porta potty even though she was against it, but there's nothing she could do about it. So, uh, you know, once we're done, we're about to leave, and the ranger's, like, signaling people. And he's like, his car starts driving up that road. And he goes, hey, stop. You can't come this way. Road's closed. He's yelling at this dude. And it's like, oh, it's fucking awesome. And he kind of scared me because I'm going to make a left the opposite way. And he's like looking right at me, starts walking towards me, like like thinking, where the fuck are you going? And I roll my window down. I'm like, uh, can I go that way? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Go for it. You're good. All right, cool. Thanks. I uh, start to make a left. And this car coming the opposite direction is making a right. And he right away from saying, oh, yeah, go for it. It's fine. Right away, he turns around. Hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Psycho Ranger. So we drive home. Fucking A, dude. Longest drive home ever. <sighs> Probably feels like the stories I'm telling. I'm just rambling, aren't I? I'm sorry. But, you know, this is what you get. What do you want from me? Longest drive ever. If you make stops, you know, we stopped to eat. We stopped at my wife's friend's house who lives in a, a coarse gold, not too far. She lives off in the country. It's fucking sick, man, how she lives. She has, like, two neighbors. She's out in the fucking countryside. Her kids have, like, pet frogs and dogs and fucking cats and lizards and all this shit. They're living the life, these kids having a fucking blast picks up tarantulas and shit that he finds in the road crazy they've seen but they have seen mountain lions out there and and uh, there's deer always around so i mean pretty scary shit but i mean as a kid man that's got to be awesome there's a there's a lake nearby they can fuck around with really sick bow and arrows they've got all kinds of crazy shit they got going on <laughs> awesome then we stopped again to eat later on the way fucking home we stopped again to go to the bathroom to gas up it just took so fucking long. Ah, it was horrible. I feel like the longest drive ever. So my, my, my point is, if you're going to do the trip, leave early the day of and just get home in a straight shot and avoid all the fucking traffic. That's, a, that's another reason why we took our time to avoid the LA traffic. Ugh. Came back on a Monday. So uh, that was kind of miserable. 
Anyway. That's it, everybody. That's my Yosemite trip. Isn't that lovely? I hope you learned some stuff. I hope you were slightly entertained. I feel like I just had diarrhea of the mouth this whole time. <laughs> oh, breaking news, everybody. Uh, via fail. That's right. Fail. Danger alumni says that there's a, he sent me an article about a uh, kid that was infected with the plague from visiting Yosemite last month. Fucking wild. This is how you become infected with the plague, everyone, if you don't know. If you're camping, pay attention to this. Stay away from squirrels and chipmunks and any other fucking rodent, woodland creature. <laughs> because they carry fleas on them. And if the fleas jump on you and bite you, and if the fleas have the plague, you now have the plague. Congratulations. The fucked up thing is, well, I didn't stay in the area near where the kid got infected. They were up northern. We were down by the, the south entrance. But uh, the fucked up thing is, my kid was feeding a little chipmunk. And the chipmunk came and ate out of his hand. And I was like, oh, Christ. You know, now knowing this, that fucking thing, could a flea could have jumped right over at him. No problem. And then, you know, while you're sitting there by the waterfall area my wife was at, there's a bunch of high grass around on the rocks. And you can see chipmunks and squirrels running around all over the place. And they hang out by the people because they know they feed them. And it's like, oh, that's scary, man. How many fucking, how many of those squirrels or chipmunks are infected with the plague, with the fleas? Ugh. So there you go, everyone. There's the danger tip of the year. <laughs> if you see squirrels or chipmunks, throw rocks at them. <laughs> don't feed them. Especially don't touch them. Ugh. Fucking plague. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, let's get into something else, everybody. A little something called Stallone Stands Alone. And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in five easy pieces, playing Jack Nicholson's character of Bobby Dupay. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like, I like a uh, plain omelet, uh, no potatoes, tomatoes instead, a cup of coffee, and we toast, you know? No substitutions. Hey, yo, like, what do you mean? You don't have any tomatoes? Only what's on the menu. You can have a number two, a plain omelet. It comes with cottage fries and rolls. Yeah, I know what it comes with, but it's not what I want, you know? Well, I'll come back when you make up your mind. Hey, yo, like, wait a minute. I have made up my mind. I like a plain omelet, no potatoes on the plate, a cup of coffee, and a side order of wheat toast. I'm sorry. We don't have any side orders of toast. I'll give you an English muffin or a coffee roll. Hey, yo, like, what do you mean you don't make side orders of toast? You make sandwiches, don't you? Would you like to talk to the manager? I don't make the rules. Okay, you know, like, I'll make it easy for you as I can. I like an omelet. 
plain and a chicken salad sandwich on wheat toast. No mayonnaise, no butter, no lettuce, and a cup of coffee. A number two, chicken salad sand, hold the butter, the lettuce, and the mayonnaise, and a cup of coffee. Anything else? Yeah, like now all you have to do is hold the chicken, bring me the toast, give me a check for the chicken salad sandwich, and you haven't broken any rules, you know? You want me to hold the chicken, huh? Hey, yeah, like I want you to hold it between your knees. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Dupé. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, everybody, I start wrapping this shit up with a little something I like to call. I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's. I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. Okay, fancy that. Two of them this time. First one, I fancy Netflix. Oh my God, James! Is it because they got a wide variety of Tom Selleck movies? I don't even know if that's true or not. But no, that's not why. I fancy Netflix not for its uh, high-quality entertainment. Uh, for this point, I fancy Netflix for instilling a new custom. Grantum prima nocte. No, I, <laughs> for uh, adopting a new policy of giving parents one year off with pay. That's right. One year off with pay after having a child or even adopting. That is fucking crazy awesome now i just wish i had that privilege i mean can you imagine taking a year of fucking i feel like having another baby and working for netflix just to get that (laughs) just to take advantage of that that's pretty that's really fucking good a year off so you can bond with your baby yeah and i know all you fucking dickheads yeah you don't need that much time it it's pretty goddamn critical and not enough people get that time that's needed to, uh, to bond with your child. I mean, a lot of people are detached from their kids and they feel like it's just kind of like, you know, I'm speaking from experience here. I was working like crazy when my, when my daughter was first born. And yeah, you don't have this attachment to them. My attachment grew later when my wife uh, t- started going to school and I was the one stuck. You know, it sounds like a mean thing, but you know, I was stuck. Fucking bitch. <laughs> I was uh, I was stuck. Uh, I was obligated. Oh uh, no no, those are all bad words. No, I was the one that had to take care of the kids. You know, she's. I was working graveyard and I was taking the kid care of the kids during the daytime, and uh, it gave us a stronger connection. Which uh, I'm I'm actually happy that it happened that way after all. But at the time, it was rough, not getting too much sleep. My point is, it's very important. There is this weird disconnect you feel if you're just working your ass off when you have a baby. You know, you don't really have that that connection. And it could fuck everything up if it's always like that. You could never get that connection if you're working all the time. So uh, I think it's really great that they're giving this opportunity for parents, especially young parents, I would imagine, who, uh, well, maybe not. Fuck the young people. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's great. Um, now, nah, yeah, it is good for the young parents because they will. They're so easy to you know shy away from that shit or maybe try to put in so many hours trying to work because you know they're low on money. But uh, I, fuck it for everybody. I'm just rambling now. It's great. A year at the year is a long fucking time. That's that's awesome. My company gives I think like three months off, which is pretty good still. But you can't beat a year. Man, f- fucking full pay. Wow. Good for you, Netflix. That's fucking crazy. Stepping up the bar like that. And the funny thing is, though, you got to start thinking about this. Also, for adopting a kid, you know what I would do? <laughs> I would uh, I would have a baby, take a year off, and then adopt a kid, take another year off. <laughs> and then at that point, your wife's having your second baby. Dude, you can take you can if you plan it right, you can, you can take like a solid ten years off of work with pay. Yeah, you'll have a shitload of kids, but uh, I'm sure you can fake some of them, right? Or maybe just like say you had a baby, and then uh, you know, have them for a year, and then say, oh, I passed away, so we're gonna have another one to take place of that one. Or oh, I know what you can do. This is even better. You can uh, you can get pregnant, have the baby, take the year off. After the kid's a year, give the kid up for adoption. And then adopt your baby, adopt it back, take another year off, two for the price of one. Or if you want, okay, oh man, this is, this is, it's all opening up for me. Or instead of that, you can, uh, you can give up your baby for adoption and just make that a business on its own. Because I believe you can make like $100,000 having somebody's baby. Nah, you know what? Not even someone else's. Have your own baby and then sell it. Like a hundred grand. So not only do you get your full salary and a year off of work, now you get rid of the baby and you get paid. On top of it, all you're doing is loaning out your wife's fucking uterus. All right? You're just baking everyone else's pies. And then you're giving them away for a hefty fee, I might add. But I think the really genius one is having the baby, taking the year off, giving the baby up for adoption, and then readopting your own baby. That's genius. Two years off of work for the same baby. Oh, fuck. I'm sure there's some kind of clause in there. They're going to try to, you know, rule that out. But <laughs> only, for the, only for the single baby. You can't get more than one year off for the same baby. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty strong. Good job, Netflix. I fancy you. Second thing, speaking of Netflix, I'm going to roll this one right in there. I fancy a TV show, an animated show, but I'm going to piggyback. Uh, I also fancy BoJack Horseman season two. Pretty goddamn good. A lot of funny shit on that episode, on that uh, season. That show does get pretty fucking deep at times. You know that? Like artsy fartsy deep. Like, wow, that went dark. Or, you know, that got pretty emotional. (laughs) But uh, for the most part, it's pretty goddamn well done. Really well done. The voice the voice actors on there are really good. The writing's pretty fucking good. A lot of off-the-wall funny shit. BoJack Season 2. I fancy that! But what I really wanted to get to, another animated show I've been watching. I'm like eight episodes in. It's fucking insane. It's called Rick and Morty. You heard of it? I think it, uh, it's on Adult Swim. I'm only able to watch it because I have a Hulu. <laughs> And uh, it's, I've only got one season on there. And dude, I'm in love with this fucking show. 
It's so off the wall. There's some there's some down points about it, but for the most part, I fucking think it's great. It's a uh, it, it reminds me a lot of like you know Doc and Marty. The kid's name is Morty, and he looks like fucking Doc from Back to the Future. He's got white crazy hair, and he's a he's an evil. Nah, no, he's not evil. He's a genius, and he he travels into different dimensions and different planets, and it's fucking wild. He comes up with different inventions. So it's sci-fi comedy and fucking off the wall crazy shit going on. It's just. Oh man, it's so wonderful. It's like Futurama meets um sort of like Family Guy style meets uh fuck, I don't know. I guess I'll go with that. It's pretty wild. Let me just tell you this. No spoiling. There's one episode where he fucks up the universe so bad that he winds up his solution to fixing what he did, not the universe, sorry, the the world. He fucks up the earth so bad that he winds up um, finding another parallel realm that's exact to the one they're already living in because there's multiple infinite versions of everything, just like I was talking about on the last show. <laughs> that's And then I saw this episode after I talked about that show and after my, uh, I mean, the other guy's experience with uh, mushrooms. <laughs> and I thought it was awesome that he, he finds another parallel dimension and he in which him and his and his grandson Morty's character both get killed and they assume their identities and bury their bodies in the backyard like and no one's the wiser so fucking off the wall crazy shit i love it so uh danger approved big time rick and morty check that out so uh basically netflix for giving young parent ah uh, no not young parent i keep saying that for giving new parents a year off with pay bojack horseman season 2 Rick and Morty. All of that. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. All right. One fuck you this week. I apologize, but that's the way it goes. Ah, uh, fuck you. I had a recent experience in the bathroom of a public toilet. Once again, fuck you, Lito. Curse of the Lito's butthole. <laughs> Lito's butthole curse. That's what it's called. Lito's butthole curse. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go, uh-oh, uh-oh, cross-referencing here. Sticks and Stones podcast, episode seven, I believe. Go and listen to that. You'll know what I'm talking about. So... I go to a oh man okay let me just let me just tell you the whole story here, it's a, it's a whole thing. I'm working one day. I work out in the field. I'll call it. I'm out all day. I'm at this job I'm doing. I work alone. Suddenly, without fucking warning, I'm getting those stomach cramps, and it's like oh no. And it's in the morning, and I just started what I'm doing. I got a bunch of equipment that I'm using. I've got it all out, all set up to go. And it hits me. I'm like, fuck, I got to get the fuck out of here. I tell the person that I'm at uh, their house, I give them an excuse on why I got to leave. I pack up as much as I can. I leave some shit behind. I was in such a hurry to fucking leave. (laughs) The area I'm in, there are not any restaurants or parks nearby. It's going to be a fucking drive. You know, at least six, seven minutes. And I'm like, oh, Christ. I go in my vehicle, GPS, I punch in. Lo, uh, nearby locations, restaurants, 
find a Taco Bell, the quickest thing I can get to that I know has a bathroom, punch it in, start driving. I'm speeding. I fucking get there. And I'm like, please, God, do not let anybody be in the fucking bathroom. I know this bathroom. It's a single bathroom. You know, please. I think at this point, it's like 10 o'clock and uh, 1030. It's like, all right, just missed the breakfast hour right before lunch is hitting. Hopefully, it should be empty. I, I park in the parking lot as I'm walking in. Don't want to walk too fast. Don't want to give the impression that I'm fucking pinching it. I look in. I see a table of three older men hanging out, talking with some coffee. And I see uh, a lady sitting there by herself. That's all there is in the restaurant. I'm like, okay, good, good. Looking good, looking good. I walk in. Bathroom's free. Oh, fuck yeah. Get in. It's one of those stupid push locks. I hate those. Push the lock. Put the paper down. I'm fucking losing it. Losing it. I sit down. Release. Waves. Waves. I'm feeling the heat from my shit coming up towards my ass and my legs. Just like. (laughs) Suddenly. And here's the fuck you moment. Somebody comes to the bathroom fucking jiggling the handle with all their might really trying as if the first few fucking jiggles you know oh well if i keep jiggling the door will magically unlock fuck you handle jiggler you know who you are you know who you fucking are to the point where i'm like all right i gotta be fucking vocal about this yeah or you know occupied whatever i said like shut up they leave, and I'm like having a nightmare in this fucking toilet, exploding. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking mess, literally and figuratively. A few minutes later, yes, I'm taking time on this one, boys and girls. Here comes a fucking jiggler. Yeah! It's like, I get it! I fucking know! If I wasn't in this mess here, I'd be out! But obviously, there's more pressing matters at hand! Which I can't say, but I felt like screaming. <laughs> so now comes a time where I got to clean up. And it's, it's a while, dude. It's a bunch of cleaning up that's going on here. Big sanitation crew for this one. Working overtime. You get it. <laughs> Midway through my wiping. I'm like, yeah. At this point, I'm getting frustrated. And yeah, I put a little bit of fucking, put a little spiciness on that one. Not my poops, but, you know, that was (laughs) my response. They don't say anything. Just trying to get me to get the fuck out, you know? And and all this, uh, I I hate it. I get frustrated. I get fucking anxious being in there when I know someone's waiting for me. I fucking hate it. So while I'm getting anxious in this whole thing, I forgot, like, holy fuck, I haven't flushed from some, I haven't flushed. I've been wiping and wiping and cleaning up this fucking disaster beneath me that I haven't flushed. And so I'm like, I better do it now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, for the most part, I think this is a pretty powerful flushing toilet. Most businesses have that, you know, heavy duty, uh, what do they call it? <laughs> Industrial strength flush power. So I push the goddamn handle down. And the water starts to rise. This brown, murky, fucking shit infested water is rising, everybody. And this fear is just flowing through me and my adrenaline's pumping. I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't tell me I'm going to have to abort this one. Jump off the toilet because I'm waiting. I'm waiting all the way. I'm not getting up just yet. 
because I know when I get up, I'm going to pull this fucking paper off with me. And if there's any shit on it, it's going to get all over me. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God, please, please, no. And the, the, the water level's rising, rising, and I'm not fucking exaggerating. It got within a half inch from the edge of the top of the fucking bowl. And then it, at, at this time, I feel like I know what's happening because someone else flushed the woman's bathroom at the same time. And there was just some kind of like, you know, some uh, weirdness going on there because it stopped right before the fucking edge of the top of the bowl. And then it started going down. I was like, oh, fuck. That would have been a disaster times fucking eight million if it would have flowed over. What would I have done? The asshole out there jiggling the fucking handle, the, the shitty water all over the floor. I'm still not done wiping. There's no trash can in there. What would I have done, everybody? I don't know. Thankfully, it went down. Oh, my God. I was so relieved in more ways than one. <laughs> so I finished wiping my ass. And, dude, uh, again, I'm like, fucking A. God damn it. At this point, I don't even answer. And I hear someone saying, oh, can you open the door? With the, Can you get the key? And I was like, really? They, they don't hear me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> I'm finally done, everybody. I mean, uh, it takes me a while. I got to tuck in my, pant, my, my shirt. I'm in a uniform. Put my buckle on. And then I have long sleeves, so I roll my sleeve down. So, you know, I'm not going to have it up or you know, down while I'm wiping my ass. It's too risky. So take my sleeve down, wash my hands. It's the whole fucking process. I get it. I open the door once I'm all complete. It must stink like complete hell in that room. What do I find when I open the door? Two middle-aged Mexican women. Do they not fucking get this is a men's room? I don't understand it. There wasn't that many people waiting or in that restaurant at all while I was in there. I don't know, dude. I, I just don't fucking know. <laughs> there were no dudes waiting. Women. So you know what? At that point, I was like, okay, okay, lady. If it was the other way around, a guy wouldn't get into a fucking women's room, there'd be all hell to be paid. Since it's a woman waiting for the men's room, yeah, oh, it's different. You're, yeah, it's okay. You know what? But I'm glad I destroyed that bathroom for them. You know why? There's no fucking courtesy. God damn it. I'm a victim here. So yeah, handle jigglers, all of you, giving me anxiety attacks in the bathroom, making me uneasy. Once again, after my un uneasiness in my stomach, fuck you. Fuck you. All right, that's going to do it, everybody. I hope you somewhat enjoyed this one. I know I babbled a lot. Try to fill up the danger hour. I went way over, turns out. <laughs> Overshot my load. <laughs> But if you can take anything away from this show, it's leave early the day of a long drive. You probably already knew that, but you know, don't risk it because I did. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. Leave early so you can get home earlier and relax. The second thing, stay away from squirrels and chipmunks while you're camping. They are no good. No good ever came out of a squirrel or a chipmunk coming near you. I can tell you that right now. Hide your nuts, everybody. Uh, that's about it. I think the rest of the show is maybe a bunch of nonsense, but hey, at least I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, 
bring your own axe uh, camping and chop your own wood like a fucking man. And also, get your ass to Yosemite and Yellowstone and take a hike. And as always, I leave you with the same fantastic advice as always. Stay dangerous, my friends. Later.